Hello and welcome to the Michigan State University College of Osteopathic Medicine Statewide Campus System Faculty Development in Three Minutes. I am Dr. Deb Young, Director of Faculty Development. Today we are going to discuss the remediation of a struggling learner. Our learners are people just like our patients are. We instill in our learners to treat patients with dignity. It is a patient with diabetes, not a diabetic patient. It is not a problem resident. It is a resident with a problem. You will need some paper to work through this activity. I want you to think about a resident who demonstrated struggles. List the events and behaviors that have been identified that indicate the resident is struggling. Keep this list to the facts. I want you to take a moment to reflect how the struggle has proceeded for so long. Was it a resident challenge? Lack of insight, lack of motivation, some type of disability, whether emotional, behavioral, or academic? Or was it a program challenge? Lack of defined standards, lack of clear process for remediation. Faculty don't know what to say. They don't know how to use the tools. Fear the resident won't like them. Or was it an institutional challenge? Lack of structure, resources, or support. There can be components within all three of these that led to the residents uh, struggling. Regardless, we have an obligation to the learner, the program, and the health system because we have an overall obligation to the patient. Remediation normally has a negative connotation, but we need to change perspective and culture because every one of us and our learners have areas of weakness and areas of strength. A cultural shift is already happening with ACGME requiring individualized learning plans for everyone. Remediation is just a more formal ILP that is focused on an isolated deficit and often requires additional resources. Your first goal in remediation is to diagnose the cause of the struggle. Is it developmental, cognitive, and academic? So has an, uh, an effect or the effect is on medical knowledge or patient care? Or is it a non-developmental, non-cognitive, and more behavioral problem, whether it's interpersonal skills, professionalism, or lack of effort? Next, we're going to go through an outline of the approach to the evaluation and intervention for a resident that is struggling. And this is uh, work that is published by Jeanette Garasio. So problem identification is more or less creating kind of a differential diagnosis of where the learner's deficit is. So some examples, medical knowledge, clinical skills, clinical reasoning and judgment, time management, organization, and so on and so forth. You then need to investigate, identify those observations and facts that support or deny what the perceived problem is. Be sure to talk to the resident and listen. And during the investigation, be mindful of secondary causes. We often list them as the Ds, deprivation, distraction, divorce, depression, dependence, a disordered personality, disease, or disability. From there, you make the intervention. 
And really you only have two options, probation or remediation. Probation is when there is a clear right versus wrong, behaviorally related, and the behavior must stop and it must stop now. Remediation is specific to a deficit. And then of course you have to have follow-up. Follow-up for remediation is normally every three months. You do not want to wait till the next CCC meeting. And most importantly, be consistent. Consistency conveys fairness and alleviates anxieties. Lastly, recall that the faculty role is as an educator, not a treating physician. So you cannot and should not diagnose or treat your learners. Your assignment here is to think back to the resident that we identified earlier. How did you become aware? How did you investigate uh, to confirm? And what was your intervention? And now going forward, what areas can you improve? Have a great day.